Hello, and welcome to Holmes Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are about to hear was broadcast on Sunday the 25th of July. We join with our sister church at Hedden. Thanks to them and Susan for leading us in worship. The reading is from Mark's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 1 to 13. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked. What's this wisdom that has been given to him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon? And his sisters here with us? And they took offence at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour except in his own town, among his relatives and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village, calling the twelve to him, he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Amen. Hello everyone. My husband Martin and I got back from a very enjoyable holiday in Louth last Sunday. In case you don't know, Louth is in Lincolnshire. We take our little caravan and spend a week in a field on top of a hill with my cousins and their husbands. It's a very nice field, a certificated location, and the views are lovely. We had a great time. As I get older, I still look forward to my holidays, but packing has become more of a chore. I write lists, lots of lists. I check the weather. Do we need sweaters or shorts? We usually forget or leave something behind. This year it was a shoe bag. And as it happened, we didn't really need all those shoes because the weather didn't turn out as bad as the forecast predicted. We expected the weather to improve by the Wednesday. It did. However, it was much, much hotter than expected. Where were the shorts? Some people are really organised with packing and never have any problems. If you were one of those people, you are very lucky. But what do you regard as essential? What couldn't you live without on holiday? What if you had to go and work somewhere else, abroad, or even just a few miles down the motorway? And what if you could only go in the clothes you stood up in and carry your walking stick? No money, no cards, no clothes or toiletries, no phone, no nothing. I certainly wouldn't need any lists. We heard in our reading that's exactly how Jesus sent out his disciples. 
They had important work to do and they set off in pairs with nothing but the clothes they stood up in and carrying a staff. Our scripture doesn't even say whether Jesus gave them any directions. He did tell them that they were to preach that people should repent and if any would not welcome them or listen to them, they were to leave, shaking the dust from their feet as they went on their way. It's interesting that the first part of this reading tells of the welcome Jesus received when he returned to his hometown. On the Sabbath, he was teaching in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. But many couldn't understand where his wisdom had come from. How could he be performing miracles? Isn't this Jesus, the carpenter, Mary's son? Weren't his brothers and sisters there? These people had known Jesus since he was a boy, but they thought he was getting above himself and they took offence. What did he mean when he said that a prophet is not without honour except in his own town, among his relatives and in his own home? Ever since he had begun his ministry, the crowds had gathered around him eager to see this special teacher. Perhaps they didn't wel welcome Jesus preaching in their synagogue. They'd watched him grow up. They expected him to be the carpenter, not teaching them, not telling them what scriptures mean. Could Jesus have been rattled by their response, by their lack of faith in him? It's a thought. Perhaps he shook the dust off his feet with words. The disciples were certainly successful. They drove out demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. It's a daunting prospect going out into the world with nothing. I've been in some difficult situations in my life, but there was always a safe place where I could go for help, for food and a bed for the night. I never actually had nothing with me either. There have been many people who've tested whether it's possible to survive in this way. Peter Mortimer wrote an entertaining book called Broke Through Britain, One Man's Penniless Odyssey. During the summer of 1998, he set off on the 500 mile journey from Plymouth to Edinburgh, accompanied only by his King Charles Spaniel. He took no money and had no transport and no pre-arranged accommodation. Bereft of the basics necessary for human existence, such as food and shelter, he was dependent for his survival on his own wits, the generosity of others and good fortune. He survived, but not without some very hairy moments. He just thought he would see if he could. It's a fair old distance. I know I couldn't countenance setting out not knowing where I would stay. I need my handbag or a rucksack safely about my person containing the wherewithal to provide for my needs. Martin and I even take our little home from home with us. Yes, we are those people that you don't like to come across on the roads, but we try to be careful of others. You see this little scrap of paper? It's very precious to me though I am waiting patiently for the opportunity to pass it on to someone else. We were staying in a little hotel in 
Marcel Lubrenza, just along the coast from Sorrento. That year we travelled through Italy on the train, all the way down to Sicily and back using public transport. One morning the bus into Sorrento was crammed with people, local and tourist. I was in a little side seat opposite a very old Italian lady. A young man got on at one stop with only a 20 euro note and asked the driver for a ticket. You can imagine the response he got. I couldn't bear the thought of him getting thrown off, so I tapped him on the shoulder and gave him a one euro coin he needed. He was so grateful. It didn't dent my holiday spending money and he was happy again. The old lady opposite leant forward and gave me this little picture of the beautiful Virgin of Pompeii. We neither spoke others, the other's language, but we managed to exchange our faith in Jesus, though from totally different religions. She held my hand and smiled. I keep this little picture and one day when I see a truly spontaneous act of kindness, I will pass it on with little exchange about my faith and the love of God. There was no dust shaking needed on that occasion. On one level, the disciples were well prepared, were ill prepared. They had nothing for the journey. It must have been more than a little disconcerting for them to be sent off without warning. Up until then, they had Jesus to rely on, to guide and reassure them. That could be why Jesus sent them off in pairs. Most importantly, what they possessed was a deep faith in their master, Jesus, their teacher, their friend. And he knew they had the power of the Holy Spirit to provide the strength they needed and the ability to preach the right words and to heal. My theme for this service is God sufficient. Perhaps what Jesus wanted his disciples to understand was that God would provide all that they needed for this particular task, however daunting. Perhaps that's the message we could take from this scripture. We are the disciples of Jesus today in 2021. As with all believers over the last 2,000 odd years, we keep the light of Christ burning for all to see, whether they choose to ignore it or listen to the good news of the kingdom to come. We can spread the gospel message in myriad different ways. The men that Jesus chose to join him in his ministry were a disparate bunch. There were no set qualifications or characteristics that made them suitable. Every person that exists or has existed or will exist on this earth is different. Even identical twins don't always have exactly the same personalities. We all have different talents. We each have something to offer, even if it's just making a very good cup of tea. That's definitely not a universal talent, but all that, but also very necessary. We come together in our churches to worship our Father God and share our faith. But though we probably will never leave our homes with nothing, just our faith and a message to preach, 
we can take our church and our faith with us everywhere we go. Church isn't just a building where we worship, though it is precious and important. In our everyday lives, opportunities often arise to spread the word in all sorts of different places and circumstances. It doesn't always come easy explaining why we believe in God, why we love Jesus. But we too have something that those first disciples had, the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. We may be the shyest person on earth, but in the right circumstances, the right words will come. And who knows what a spontaneous act of kindness can achieve. Even if you don't speak the same language, Jesus is universal, even to non-believers. And a smile speaks a thousand words. I'll leave you with this scripture from Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or can imagine, according to his power that is at, is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Prayers of intercession. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for your grace and love for us each day. When challenges seem too difficult, remind us of the power of your resurrection and the transforming strength of your love. Help us to believe that the impossible can happen and to live as if, if it may, might happen today. Father God, we bring before you today Christians all over the world, especially the missionaries of all denominations who take the good news of your kingdom to come to the most isolated and difficult places so that as many people as possible hear your word. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the witness of the church, particularly in places where the Christian faith is ignored and forgotten. We pray for the church leaders who carry the most responsibilities in the church and are always expected to know what to say and do in any situation. Give them compassion, wisdom and the mind of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for Christians working in places of power and influence who make decisions that may affect many people. We pray for Christians in politics, the media, advertising and the financial markets that they may know how to act and what to say in order to be true to their faith. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray also that we may never be embarrassed or afraid to speak of our love for Jesus when the opportunity arises. Help us to be honest and open about our faith and live our lives as a testimony to your love. Help us to rely on your Holy Spirit to give us the right words to say at the right time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray especially for our families and friends, our neighbours and our communities, all those whose lives are intertwined with ours. 
for those who are happy, for those who are troubled and worried during these difficult times of COVID-19, for those who are coping with life and those who need our help and support. May your love shelter them all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask the pra these prayers in the precious name of our dear friend and Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And now we have the blessing. Lord, you sent your disciples into the world to share your word with those in need. May we approach this coming week with a similar desire. You sent them carrying little, but trusting much. May we live this week with a similar attitude. May our lives be less about us and our needs and more about you and your love and care for all people in all places and circumstances. May we love as you love. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. Teach and live the world they've 
This house proclaimed from floor to rafter, all 